Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Well, hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely, the talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? Oh, good morning, Pat. How are you? It is cold. It's a, and t- it's going to be colder. It's a bit nipply. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm, no. I, I don't... Here's the thing, though. Everywhere I want to move that's warm is a dumpster fire of, of, of politics. The problem is, if you wanted to move somewhere warm, then you'd have to deal with summer that's even hotter than what we have. That's so true. That's, that's true. I, the, the real problem is, if you want like people like, you should move to Florida. All right. Notwithstanding that... The governor's a moron. The, yeah. Okay. I was trying to avoid that. But, I went there. Um... The, the the and it's hot in the summer. Yes, and it rains literally every day for a solid fifteen minutes. But yeah, then it's great. Um, there's no services for my kid. Ah, uh, yeah. But there's nothing. Yeah, there's, there's no state income tax. There's no, which is wonderful. But there's no services. <laughs> right. No income tax. So therefore, nothing that you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing no, to be paid for. No help. No. Yeah. So yeah, that's not going to happen. That's the reason I never took over my parents' condo. condo. So. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So, but yeah, the uh, I'll live with my New Jersey winters and uh, yeah, and cry softly into my snow shovel. You know, <laughs> I understand. I understand because we've had so much snow this year. Well, in case this, you're listening to this in the future, we didn't get, <laughs> we haven't gotten Dickety yet. And, oh, good. Uh, now he's cursed us. Well, yeah, of course. Let's check my snowblower tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Mister Snowblower over here. Mm. Oh, pardon me, Mister mm, Snowblower. <laughs> You Mr. have a very Gordon. small sho- driveway to shovel. I don't even. Yeah, I know. The worst part is, like, we got there's guys in the complex that have snow loads. Yeah, and they help other people, which is nice. Yeah, and I got to figure out how to get on that list. Yes, I don't care if I got to give you like a couple bucks, a couple of bucks, exactly. Do my driveway as well. Yes. Yeah, I'm good with that. I will. I will be more than happy to have you like you know come to extra yeah. couple of feet down and do my driveway with my snowblower. I get mine. The people on either side of me. Oh. We call that the Rooney effect. Just exactly. in case you guys didn't know. Just in case. <laughs> and then there's, there's a guy across the street. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that guy across the street has a better snowblower than I. He has an oh. actual snow tractor. Pardon me. A snow tractor. A little bit of cash. Wow. And then snow- I go. That's the. Wow. Two more houses to the right. <laughs> yeah, he's got a, an actual tractor. He puts a plow oh, okay. on yeah, yeah. and does like all track. kinds of crazy things because nice. he's got a double wide driveway which is my hope for a couple of years from now <laughs> <laughs> yeah the little things but yeah, yeah I go two more houses because the one two houses away from me comes and does mine every once in a while yeah. and then the one well, another quick, house quick. away from him her son died a couple of years ago yeah, and yeah. she's a single woman not young so yeah, I didn't go here you go yeah, I'll do her I'll do a walkway. I'm not doing your driveway. Sorry, yeah. but I'll do your walkway. But it, you know, it's fine. Yeah. You can get out. You can get out. And shovel yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get. But uh, today we're going to talk about two episodes. Um, by the way, my idea for January, where people watch a lot of Jackie Chan movies in the month of January, right. is really getting a lot of traction. There you go. <laughs> I mentioned it on the official Jackie Chan website. And people are like, January, what a great idea. I'm like, it's non-denominational. It's a holiday we can all get behind. Just <laughs> And you'd think somebody else would have thought of it as well. You would but think. 
if you so you, know what? Look, you could have done I wanted it. to do a Jackie Chan podcast for the longest time, and uh, and uh, call it like the podcast with the cracked fingers or something. Right. And then somebody else came up with transplaning. And I was like, all right, it's the best name ever. You win. (laughs) It's fine. Jerks. Chance play. Damn it, I was so mad. That's like somebody does a Studio Ghibli podcast called Ghibliotheca. And I'm like, damn it, that's good, too. That is too good. (laughs) Yeah. So today we're going to talk about The Fall of Bastet. Yes. The 22nd episode of Ultraman Decker, air date of 12-17. 2022, and somehow we're still a month behind. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yep. Takanori Tsujimoto, and is our director of screenplay by Junichiro Asaki. There you go. Briefly. Go ahead. Agams, the fugitive, summons Captain Morahoshi. At last, Agams explains everything that happens in the future, what the sin of the earthling is that he talks about. What is it? Right. Right. That's he explains really why he has come to as, Earth and why he's as cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs as he is. Yeah, yeah. As <laughs> angry as, uh, as angry as, or as angry, as bad as my grammar was on that, that it was an attempt to fix with the grammar. <laughs> oh, it was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did a bad job spackling this wall. You should see the other guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You've seen those pictures guy has two different welds, one really bad, one Yeah, really, this is really the $15 good. weld, yeah. this is the $25 weld. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're welds. And they will hold, yeah. but one will look nicer. Yeah. You figure out which one you'd rather yeah. pay for. I'm, uh, I was going to learn welding the old place that I worked right, at. Right. Like, Do you want to learn welding? I'm like, do I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the, the, the work dried up and I had to. Ah, uh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, I can learn welding and I can make more money somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That would be fantastic. Uh, Alas. Did not happen. No. I understand. So, um, this is uh, basically the, you know, what's inside Agam's head episode. It's also very much a fluff episode. Yeah. It's kind of like the, you know, what's really funny is I was like, (laughs) ah, it's the old bad guy calls headquarters trick. (laughs) And I was like. I was like, oh, it's the old bad guy used to be a good guy trick. And I was like, and then, you know, the captain's like, yeah, when you were in Guts, and I'm like, when was he go? He was the professor. (laughs) I completely forgot. I know. I know. I know. I completely forgot that he wasn't just some dude that showed up angry. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, exactly. I got it. And, and this episode and the next two episodes take next episode more so commits one of the cardinal sins in thinking this show is that you take a guy out of the situation he's supposed to be and you put him like in prison or something, right? Yeah. Don't give him a prison jumpsuit. Just let him keep wearing the same old clothes. What must yeah, what must be the world's stinkiest flight suit at this point. Like yeah. <laughs> never changed it. Yeah. Oh. You know, guys, I and I know it's for kids, but kids have facial recognition. They can figure this out. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to keep them in the same costume for the whole not series. Gilligan. <laughs> <laughs> and even on Gilligan's Island, somehow the movie star was able to change her dress. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, get the, everybody, well, that was the one thing. Everybody other than the professor, Gilligan, and the skipper, right? 
Yeah. Everybody else had clothes. Yeah. Well, I understand. Marianne didn't. Marianne no, had the same had, outfit. She had different clothes. She Very had different shorts and tops. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes you could see your belly button and sometimes you couldn't because it was important. The I sensors had. used to go... Yeah, used to go crazy. Over My God, it's a naval... It was naval warfare, Pat. Oh, um, ouch, ouch. Yeah, they sometimes the they sting when they're good. Um, <laughs> it's like washing your hands with the hand sanitizer at the end of the ship. <laughs> There's some guts. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, and then we see uh, we see Agam's wife in it, Layla. Yeah, Leah. quite attractive young lady. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, got a very floppy hat. Which every woman has somewhere. Some, <laughs> let's just be realistic. Like dark past. <laughs> oh, God, no. Are you a floppy hat girl? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and I couldn't write down what the dog's name was. Like, oh, I didn't write down the dog's name. Because it's like Barkery or something like that. No, it was <laughs> something even stupider than that. I don't remember it It's all. a great dog name. It really is. <laughs> but it's like... I'm sorry, folks. Uh, uh, someone didn't Oof. get enough sleep. We're here. Someone's really never funny. getting enough sleep. No, I know, I know. I had to do a bunch of. Uh, I had to do a bunch of stuff around the house. So no, of course. That of course. Pa- I don't do the painting until everybody else goes to bed, so that nobody, uh, nobody gets up and accidentally touches it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> no, I understand. Walks down the stairs and touches anything. <laughs> don't touch this thing. Stop touching the walls. I'm crying out loud. <laughs> Not asking for much. We have a railing for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the, uh, Winged Monster Chandler shows up. Could he be any more winged? Um, <laughs> I, that's exactly where I needed. As soon as you said Winged Monster Chandler, I'm like, he's going there. And then, yeah, of course. <laughs> Could I be any more winged? Uh, and it, when he charged the Guts member as he was flying and the Guts member is running away, that was awful. Yeah. And I mean, I'm it sorry. Happens. I get it happens. It's like they got to that finished the episode. And they were like, "We need a what now?" Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what. I, and they we're hiring when now? <laughs> Tomorrow, you say? Okay. Yeah, there was like one guy just going to sleep, and they were like, "Oh, oh, oh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay." Let me I'll get figure something out. <laughs> yep. So Agam's basically controls Chandler using a similar pendant that. Um, Mackie Shinega used to manipulate Neomegas, basically the brainwave control system implanted into the monster's brain. Right. Having expected the gut select members to ambush him during his meeting with the captain, <coughs> Agams unleashes the monster against them, using the commotion to escape, as you do. As you would. Yeah. Uh, but his opponents have already expected the monster to appear, and they use all of their available weapons to destroy it. Which, okay, fine. I understand you, you gotta, gotta have hate you gotta have honey firing like, cannons blows them up in midair. Right. Good with that. Yeah. The thing I don't understand. Yeah. And maybe you can help me. Okay. The thing that appears on his face, that little moly rashy kind of deal. Yeah. Is that because of the spheres? Yeah, because he's got like how small the screen are you watching this on? I'm, on your iPad or no? I'm actually watching on, on my big television because it's it's, it's green. This, I see that, and it's got like that reticulated pattern. Much like a space giraffe. Okay. <laughs> but that's because of that. That's where yeah. I get all yeah, kinds of Yeah, he's being confused. possessed by the sphere at this okay. point. Okay. Like, they're trying, They're going to take him over. That's the, the fate of all humanity, apparently. I got you. I would assume. Okay. 
because I was all kinds of confused as to what that rash was. And then when uh, and when Kanata got it, I'm like, okay, he's getting it too, and it, that can't. I don't remember him getting it. That's okay. He had it for a little while. It, it, and was it this episode? Next episode, he got the rash as well. I don't remember seeing the rash. On that's, but that's okay. Oh, uh, no. I just I do know that like at the end of this, when uh, the you know when Ultraman is uh, knocked out and uh, Ruiman stumbles across him, he's like. You can just see him do that meme where you see people like they're looking into the middle distance. Yeah. The math is going on behind <laughs> it. And I'm like, didn't you already know? Or has it all just been suspicion? It's all point? been suspicion. But I really thought at one point he knew. No. This is, that's the problem with now. We've seen enough that more episodes to together. and they've mushed together. This is where he finds out yeah. 100% for sure this is actually Ultraman. He's like, hey. Wait a second. <laughs> that all makes sense now. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Chandler's another one of those monsters that looks a little stoned. He does oh, that half-lidded thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is actually a, a Pagila suit. Uh, with, with wings. Or no, this is a Chandler suit. It's a reused Pagila suit with ears fitted on. <laughs> Very much like the original. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. God. And, like, Chandler doesn't have much of a... Much of a, uh, he gets a, a like he can do, he, he has a, a, what do you call it, attack now? Um, like a fire attack. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, but he's never really done that. Like he's always had, uh, he's always been like the way, the like he would stand and flap his wings and right. blow and cars all over the place. Right. Yeah. Make enough of a mess with his wind, with his wings. Yeah. Which I could understand so like, as a 3,000 pound monster. You yeah. know. We need to have him 1,500 tons. Thank you very much. Oh, 1,500 tons. 15,000 tons. I'm sorry. He's a big boy. Uh, yeah. He doesn't skip leg day. So again, <laughs> like he's big. He's a big, he's a big, big boy. Uh, I can't wait till we get to, eventually we're going to do Ultraman, the ultimate hero, the American Ultraman. Okay. Because they do, again, fights are terrible. The monster suits are so good. Oh, they're like, pretty. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> and that's why, that's why the fights are so terrible. Because like, we only have one. Yeah, you can only get one of the two. So you don't get both. Push them. Push each other. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that. And I'm just like, mm. Yeah, a lot of just, Mm. No, no. Mm. and nobody makes any noise. The, the <laughs> side fights are quiet. It's the, it's, no. it's the, it's you're watching it going. It's almost like a, an interpretive dance Ultraman oh, show. No. <laughs> yeah, and I because I haven't I haven't been able to, if you pardon the expression, power my way through it. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen like a couple episodes. Okay, and I'm like, mm, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad. <sighs> it ain't good. I, I guess. I don't know. It's just annoying. I got just You get so used to guys in suits beating, making yeah. noise and beating each yeah, other like up the, and, and wrestling and doing and the all kinds of crazy moves. And being dynamic and then there's lasers and, <coughs> and buildings being knocked out. The question I would have, since you've seen a few of them. Yeah. Is it worse than the Ultraman Towards the Future? Where oh, much. Really? Yes. <laughs> Ultraman oh. Towards the Future was fun, at least. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, they tried. Yeah. And you could see them there was a couple. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple episodes where... You, <coughs> oh, that was 
you know, like it yeah, could have yeah. been better. But no, 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 it's much. Worse. Oh, it's much now, worse. of course, I, from what I understand, it gets better as it goes because they learn. Well, apparently, Subaraya saw the first two episodes. But oh no, no, fly some guys over there immediately. <laughs> oh god, immediately, <laughs> like today, <laughs> and with stuff and get and figure this and out this <laughs> to the best of your ability. Oh, God. Yeah, good stuff, right? That might have to be the next series we see if we can find a way to get to it. I, I have it already. Okay. Yeah. Don't, might don't have to be. It's also on YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, If it's that bad. It's I mean, actually, it's actually the Blu-rays, because the Blu-rays came out in Japan. Right. The Chinese have begun to, for some reason, they've waited till now to start making Blu-ray Ultraman bootlegs. <sighs> So, Powered Towards the Future are both available in, like, a pressed Blu-ray, apparently. Right. Um, like, $22 a piece. That's not awful. That's, considering the real one is $300 oh, a season. Oh, my rear end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my rear end. <laughs> That's, and they haven't, Pat hasn't even bought them yet, and his tiny hurts. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, because I noticed, and the only reason I noticed it was because I saw... Um, Sheen Ultraman Blu-rays on eBay, right? And I'm like, wait a second, those. And somebody was like, oh, the listing is already up on Amazon. I'm like, no, that's for a. When you spelled Japan J A P E N, yeah, you got to know that there's (laughs) there's shenanigans afoot. Pretty much, stop it. And I don't recommend that people buy the bootlegs bootlegs of Sheen Ultraman clearly because. I would. uh, What's the name of the company that's putting it out? I want to say it's Griffin Publishing, but I know it's not Griffin. Medusa. Um, Vamp for a minute, Patrick. Uh, well, that <laughs> the, the problem is you want to give the studio that's making it, the one you're looking up, mm-hmm. the actual cash to make another one. Yeah. And to make more physical media. Right. Because if you don't give them the cash, they're going to say, yeah, you know what? This didn't really do anything for us. We're out. Yep. So, go ahead. You're, yep. I'm you're working sure. on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand... China doesn't care. China's going to no. China's just going to make bootlegs of whatever of everything, of whatever they think they can make a couple yeah. of bucks on. And they're not looking to make a ton of money. They're just looking to make a buck or two here or there because it's more than they had, and it's insane. Yeah. Uh, why is why can I not? There was a million billion mm-hmm. like uh, home. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's the, you just found it. Thank you, Crunchyroll.com. We love you so much. Um, or is that just a, eh, just a movie release? All right, no. Sorry. No. She knows when gets home video release and digital this spring. Ta-da-da, Fathom Events. Sure, they did that. Everybody knows that. Cleopatra Entertainment. I was okay. way off. Yeah, that's I right. was doing myth- mythical, mythological animals. Mythological, so I got not you. old Egyptian queens. <laughs> Stupid me. She's... Yeah, what are you going to do? That's all right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Fathom Events has put up... If you guys missed um, Machine Ultraman, the first three minutes of the English dub are up online, I believe. Well, you can also get the English dub on the Ultraman Connection, if I remember correctly. Not the whole thing. I think it's just... Just uh, a couple minutes? Oh, no, they're doing a Shin Ultraman fight. Shin Ultra fight on Ultraman Connection, whereas they're showing, like they do with all the shows at the end of it, in the interim... Just so kids don't suddenly go like, what was Ultraman? <laughs> <laughs> they, they just string the fight scenes together with other stuff. I got gotcha. So that it's a, like a compressed digest episode. I got gotcha. you. Okay. 
Oh, good God. Apparently Japanese children have the memory of a fruit fly. <laughs> My memory is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was Ultraman again? I think I'll watch anime. And they're like, no! Don't do that! No, no, you gotta, this is our cash cow. Exactly. Milk the cash cow. <laughs> you know. And, uh, but yeah, so the, I recommend you guys pay the, pay, you know, Get get the Cleopatra version when it yes. comes out, which will be later this spring. Why would you spend twenty five dollars on the bootleg? A bootleg when you can spend the same twenty five dollars and get the actual company right. version. I think it'll probably be even less than that. That's my guess. I would say. I'm not sure the list price is probably twenty four ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Of course, your your shipping and handling is going to be your problem unless you you know you're an Amazon Prime guy or some other but. Which I am, but yeah. they're going to put you shipping and handling. No. No. What do you pay for shipping and handling on Amazon? Never. Are you Prime? Yeah. Yeah. You buy all your stuff? I understand the Hold shipping on. and handling. I'm, gonna, I'm using... Yeah. Free. Yeah. <laughs> it's that was the quotation fingers bell. <laughs> yeah. Including in your monthly... Yeah. And you're, yeah the, but yeah, the, yeah. the problem I would see is it also has to come across the Pacific no. Ocean. Cleopatra is a U.S.-based company. Oh. I am completely incorrect. I did not. Oh, I was not aware of that. Come on, that's fair. Then, yeah, very fair. Yeah, they. Uh, so that's they have that. But I mean, like I've seen. What kills me is okay. You're going to have bootlegs of the two, the two uh, expensive Japanese Ultraman series, but they didn't. They didn't bootleg the. The second anime movie, which also only got a Japanese release. Ah, and they there's. Um, there's something else. I'm like, you guys didn't go the extra step to do that? Come on. Use it. It's not like the Chinese bootleg market to leave a nickel on the table. No, no, no. They're usually like, let's see. Oh, you know what they did do? They did a Blu-ray of the Netflix series. That'd be That's interesting. That's unless Unless the Netflix people would like to put something official out. Well, they're not going to. I know They that. want you to see it on their streaming well, service. Well, tough. I may have to... I'm, I've already paid for it on my streaming series. Now I may have to... Just so I can have it. Find a way to yeah. have a physical copy. And it's like seasons one and two. Which I'm like, do I wait and do the third one? Yes. Like, maybe we'll put it out as a box. Yes. <laughs> or yes, or will, will they just not... Or will they be shut down by then? It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, but the problem is one will be shut down and another one will just pop right up. And more, than likely, more than likely. But yeah, it's just... I'm I'm very surprised that like people are like, oh yeah, I'll just buy this version. I'm like, hey, be patient. The no one's is, patient anymore. I understand people are. I'm patient. very old. You don't understand. <laughs> we used to wait six months to get candy. I know. <laughs> the problem wait, is until, until the wagon train came in. There will be people that will buy the bootleg, right, and then buy the actual physical copy. That's from fine. The- I have no problem with somebody buying a bootleg. And then buying the real one. I would not tell you that if I wouldn't hadn't done it myself. Many. Multiple many, times. Too exactly. many times. Because you want to see it. But that this was before, you know, stuff would get announced. Right. You never but knew if it was later, going to come years out. Years later, you'd be like, oh, finally, a real thing came out. I'll buy that, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now they give you an actual date of when your yeah, the like thing that you want is going to come out. Of the yeah. theatrical, they're like, yeah, it's coming out on Blu-ray or it's not. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, the inevitable hook on that 4K. You know how expensive it is to make 4Ks. It's a, it's a, 
from I was listening to an interview on Serial at Midnight with the guy from Kino Lorber, and he explained the whole why we don't do 4Ks for everything, like because it's not cost efficient. Right. It's way more expensive. Yeah. I think to the tune of three times. I could be more. I could. I mean, it, I could be wrong, but it's something like at least it's at least twice as expensive. Oh, that's at insane. least. But I understand you're made. It's a different technology, right? Where, like, and not everybody has it yet. Yeah, and it's not. I don't, dude. DVD still far outsells Blu-ray. Yeah, far outsells Blu-ray. I know. I don't understand that. I mean, to an extent, I understand that because some people can't see the difference. They have an older TV. It doesn't matter. It's two dollars cheaper. Yeah, there's a myriad of different ways. Not, and I try to explain to people. Not everybody is us. <laughs> I get that. <coughs> not everybody wants the same thing. I get it. Right. I mean, I, for me, I no longer buy regular blue regular DVDs. I always only buy Blu-rays now. Yeah. But then I don't really have. Well, except for right now, yeah. I normally don't have money worries. Right. You know, I'm not worried about where my next meal's coming from. Right, right, right. Worry about where your next meal's come from. Right. But you I can save that two bucks. Yeah, or don't just you build yeah. like the hell out of it. That's fine. And but as long as you're as long as you're like, yeah, when I get my when I get dough, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Um let's talk about a couple of really good things in this episode. That Mazer bazooka. That big bazooka with the dish on the end of it. Oh, come on. That was cool. That was cool. I think I I had a convulsion on the couch when it came out. (laughs) I was like, what are you? I'm like, look at this. It's it's so great. (laughs) And she sits there and watches this while you're watching. She's reading a book. Okay. She's doing pursuing intellectual pursuits. (laughs) The boy is watching it because there's monsters. Yeah. Yeah, I get and that. And he's like, and I'm going, I wonder how much of these subtitles he can read. Because he won't tell you. No, no, no. He'll tell you at school, like, oh, you know, he can read out of this level. And you're like, how do you know? <laughs> well, no, because they'll be like, you can do tests. You can say, like, hey, show me the word such and such out of a field of three words. I got you. And he'll and be, be like, there it is. Yeah. There it is. There's that. And okay. okay. And he's at school doing doing. Right on. I Rain Man you. stuff all day, for lack of a better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Term. better term. Yeah. And then he comes home and like, oh, I don't know how to do anything. Oh, I'm a helpless child. <laughs> you're like, no, no, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. You little monkey. You got uh, us wrapped around your finger. Yes, we know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. You, you got to stop. <laughs> stop. Um, the other thing is that during that fight, and they go down that alley. There is a back alley, and it's got water coming out of drain spouts, and they they do it like this. They do like a a, a, a rack focus. They go down. It's a dolly shot. Dolly Thank shot. You. There it's you a go. Dolly shot. Okay. Down this alley as Ultraman and a, maybe Chandler or it would have to be Chandler. Well, it could be um, the robot guy whose name uh, is Terraphaser. Thank you. Um, and I can't remember, but like they're, they're during the, I think it's Chandler, during this big fight, and they they're stomping and stuff's falling over in the eye, and it's oh my god, okay, like I didn't even write that down, so I didn't even notice. It's gorgeous. <laughs> How did you know? Oh my god, it was so nice because I notice, I usually notice stuff like that. Yeah, you know, different cool shots. Like it like is that. superb. Okay, superb. But you know, like goodness gracious, yeah, that's good stuff. 
There you go. That's there good you stuff. Go. I like this one. The, um, I mean, like I said, there was enough stuff. I'm always enough, but it wasn't of any real substance. It's enough backstory on yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, that's uh, <coughs> you know, and when Pagula shows or Chandler shows up, I was like, all right, <laughs> not my favorite. I know. I he's, know. He's, uh, this is like this is a, a, an OG also ran. <laughs> Like, he's most notable for being, I think, the first monster to draw blood in Ultraman uh, oh, okay. when he bites Red King. Oh, and also Lord. is the first monster to get his arms ripped clean off his torso <laughs> by said Red King. And if they haven't made uh, they haven't made a toy where the arms come off uh, then like and are attached by magnets, then they're leaving money on the table. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just so you should know. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Good times. Uh, and the next episode we're going to talk about, because I have to go backwards here, Sky of Despair, episode number 23. Yeah, do you understand that title? Not so much. Not even a little bit. <laughs> cool. And again, this could be very much a Japanese religious thing that I have no idea about, or a Japanese cultural thing that I have no idea could about. Be. And, okay, I have no idea. So I'm just going to leave it there. I right. write the titles down and hope like heck they make sense, but this one... Maybe never. it's because there's a lot of sphere action in this. Could I be. Could be. Could be. Um, so, uh, we'll be right back right after this. And what do you know? We're back. Uh... We're going to talk today, now, or today, right now, just this moment in time. The Sky of Despair, episode 23. Yes. The penultimate, penultimate. Okay. <laughs> the sure. episode before sure. the episode. The episode before the episode before the airs ends up. Sure. Sure. <laughs> There's got to be, there has to be like a trinultimate or something. Something like that. Penultimate. I would not know what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, fancy lads, no words like that. We're not fancy. No. No, no. <laughs> I know some fifty cent words, but that may that may get up to the three quarters of a dollar section of the that's word not, the word that's store. Crazy, yeah. That's what if it was a carnival prize, that'd be a top shelf. Yes. <laughs> After trading three of those other things, yeah, one, one of those. <laughs> Fine, I'll take the stuffed dog. It's all right. It's the size of your fist. It's got thirty two dollars on it. <laughs> That's how they get you. I haven't played a carnival game in forever. Not in a very, very, very long time. And when we go to Six Flags, as we do any number of times, the boys say, can we place it with your money? <laughs> so we can play any of these carnival games with your money. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, a, with for, your money. For the 11 minutes, it'll take you to run through $20, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not even that long anymore. Yeah, no, because uh, yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, that's the basic problem. And you get a everything's a dollar. doll. Everything's a no. doll. At Six Flags, everything is five dollars. Yeah, but it's Six Flags. You can't. That's not. I wouldn't call it a true carnival boardwalk experience. Six Flags is a is a piece of land designed to extract money. Yes, <laughs> much like Las yeah. Vegas or yes. any boardwalk for that matter. Any but at least the boardwalk. Yeah. You have nice scenery. They, well, not even that, but they want you to. They they want to extract money from everybody, so the, you know a lower income contingent can just walk onto the boardwalk and yes. spend money. Whereas yes. Six Flags has a, a barrier of admission of what is it fifty dollars when uh-huh. you just if you just show up, just show up. Yes, bananas to me. I'm not arguing. 
Not our just fault. crazy. Well, that's why I. I'm this. glad you guys like it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, like if I, I said, like roller coasters. I do whatever season pass. Yes. I I keep trying to get Zach to go on the roller coasters. He won't go on anything anymore. Well, okay. And I've told him until I know you go on roller coasters, we can't go to any other parks now. We'll go here because you'll eat and you'll go on the two or three things that you'll, you'll go eat. on. And Dan and I can just go on them whatever we yeah. want. Wow, what is he? He's like, I really want to go out to. Oh, man. I can't think of the one out He in wants Ohio. to go to Universal down in Florida. Oh, yeah. That'd be, yeah, but a lot of that is rail stuff. You want to go, like, not a lot of that is like, ah, crazy ride. It's more like motion, you know, like right. with Spider-Mans and whatnot. Right. But, I mean, between Universal and Disney, yeah. and there's another park, you know, the SeaWorld, and there's other yeah. stuff all in that. I like that one where you can ride an orca. That's fun. There's <laughs> some decent rides in SeaWorld. I was sure. there a couple of years ago. There's some decent rides. But the problem is, I'm not spending fifty, you know, a couple hundred dollars to Just get there. Fifty dollars, you're out of your mind. A couple hundred dollars to get there. A couple hundred dollars on a hotel. Yeah. A couple hundred dollars to get into the park. And then he's crying, doesn't want to go on any ride. Yeah. I yeah. did that go in with, Disney, and yeah. I said, I am not doing this again. Oh, yeah, he can't. Yeah. At least, I mean, there's stuff to look at and stuff. I get that. But, and, you know, two-thirds, three-quarters of the other people are there for other things. And it's like, all right, dude, sit here. Like, I can't. It's, it's not can't. meatloaf. You can't please everybody all the time. I understand that. But I also don't have to pay a couple, you know, no. a couple grand to do there it. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say problem. a couple hundred. Pat's living in the ease. I don't have to pay a couple grand to do it either. Yeah. That's the problem. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't understand the people who go. Well, I know there are people who have season passes to, like, Disney. Yeah. Because otherwise, how would you do it? And there are resident, resident passes. That's scary. Like that. Yeah. Well, not just the resident passes. There are people that actually live on Disney properties. Sure. That's insane to me. Oh, yeah. I know people who go to on Disney cruises thrice a year. Thrice, Patrick. I would like to go on a Disney cruise to see what it is like. Pretty goofy. I would understand that. But it's Yeah. Even for a cruise. Because it's Disney. Because it's Disney. That's right. right. They know that you'll pay the extra $20 for that Mickey Mouse bump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, Agnes is an entirely different person after his fight with Decker. Right. He seems to have lost his memory right. now. Uh, he knows who he is, and he knows his wife and this and that, but he doesn't realize he has traveled back to the past. Right. And so um, they go, uh, Kanata goes, excuse me, Kanata goes to meet him um, in, the, in the infirmary. Now... And when he wow, that was to a see silent sneeze, you guys. I thought Pat's head was going to come off the top of his head. <laughs> it almost did. <laughs> what I didn't understand, and it wasn't just an infirmary, it was a, sort of a prison infirmary. Well, of course. You don't just keep him at the, like... <laughs> the regular... The county sick general. Bed. Yeah. I get that. Nurse Desi can't really be big enough. No, there's for, no, that wasn't at the Nurse Desi. I think that was on like some sort of gut-select land. Okay, because it seemed like it was the Nurse Desi. I, I cannot imagine that it was. It would okay. require me re-watching that. But, all right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> right now. But, uh, okay, then that makes more sense. Yeah. Because the little glass thing they had... I think he runs have, out the fr- one of the doors oh, on the street. The You're right, now yeah. that you mentioned. Uh, I'm pretty the sure the Nurse Desi doesn't have a street inside. <laughs> But what kills me is he comes in, he's got an IV, 
like the little uh, the pole with the wheels that right. hangs the IV That's bag. It. But he's still wearing the flight suit. Put the guy in some scrubs for crying out loud. <laughs> he's in the hospital. Yeah, you want that open back? <laughs> so when he runs out, everybody's seeing him too much more than yeah, they want yeah. to see. Like anything, put like give him. Just give him a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt. Like, just let the man be comfortable. Exactly. Or you stay in this vinyl and leather uh, flight <laughs> suit. Yeah. Yeah. This we is... need to know where the things are going to attach on your back there. Yeah, so right. you're going to wear that. Like, what the hell, man? Like, that's awful. That's oh. the only thing that I saw in this episode where I was like, come on, you guys. I know. I know. That's not great. <sighs> so, uh, Kanata gets a glimpse of Agam's true feelings and suddenly his fear attacks. Ruins right. the moment. Yeah. And uh, we start to see what the mother Spherosaurus looks like. Which, at first, didn't look altogether great. Just a big green thing. Right. And you're like, that can't be it. No, of course it's not. We got a big monster that's coming big, out. Big, 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 big. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Um, we've got uh, a lot of stuff, though. But So, of course... Agam summons the uh, Terraphaser. Summons Terraphaser, and we get Sphere Gamora, Sphere Red King, and Sphere Neomegus. And I didn't for a tag team exactly. knockdown battle against Decker. Yeah. which me and my sieve of a memory didn't know who any of the monsters were. No, you didn't, didn't care. <laughs> you didn't recognize Gamora and Red King. Neomegus, I didn't recognize, but I'm like. Like I like the well, you know. There's always a Gamora and Red King suit floating around, so they can yeah, slap stuff on top of it. Familiar, of course. Yeah. I got that. <sighs> I was like, oh, this is going to be great, and just it was a it was a fight, like a, a, a it was a smackdown. It was a big say. smackdown. They knocked <laughs> Ultraman down multiple times. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, green energy in space, and all of our well, the barriers stuff, down. That's the thing, is the barrier's down to make Spherosaurus, like Mother Spherosaurus. But, I mean, all of the flying stuff crashes. That's where I was confused. Again, yeah. Yeah. Because science? Oh, they did an EMP. That's what it was. That was the explanation. That's I missed that part. I love the fact that Han, that uh, Hanajiro is like, yeah, uh, there was an EMP. And you're like, shouldn't you be affected by the EMP? And he's like, I have insulation. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's how that works. Sure, I'm saying it's fine. <laughs> if you tell me that something's protected against an EMP, I don't have to know how they did it. <laughs> it's close enough that it's yeah. done. <laughs> I'm not I'm not at the level of understanding science where I go, that's not really possible. And you shouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> no. If you tell me that's what it... Like Superman flies. I don't care how. Exactly. I don't care how. As long as it's consistent in the story, I'm good. (laughs) I like there's a there's a theory that Superman's powers are all a version of telepathy or telekinesis. Like he doesn't catch a plane. He uses his powers to catch the plane in his mind. No, he puts like a field around it. Like a telekinetic field, okay, it, so that it can support the weight. Because otherwise, he would catch the plane on the nose, and the plane would just crumple to bits and run around it, yes. as it did in Superman Returns. For right. yeah, like if he if he caught it, it would just go <laughs> the whole plane. Everyone would go past them, and he'd be like, "Oh crap, forgot the physics." Yeah, like, so he's got like some weird force field power. That's why he's bulletproof. That's why he's punch proof. Because it's okay. like microns thin and this and that. And I went, right. 
I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Good as any other theory. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. really it is. It's fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Oddly enough, f- perfectly fine with it. Is it canon? I don't think so. Probably not. I think it's just, just uh, you know, it's comic, it's it's comic theory. It can't, yeah. It's unprofessional. I can sneeze quietly. You can't. You're on quietly. <laughs> oh, I probably could, but you'd have thought I was having a seizure. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, uh, and what I now what I also liked after everything crashes, the three monsters decide that Ultraman is now a ball, and they're going to blast up at him and just have him go into yep. different things. Yeah. Keep waking with different monsters. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm good with this. Yeah. Leave, leave this going. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I felt so bad. I feel so bad for you guys. But yeah, I I love I love a I love an appearance of uh, a monster just showing up and uh, being genetically modified, or you make a cyber Gamora. Sure, or, sure, why, sure. Why wouldn't you do it? And, and like you said, a number of times, as long as they give any kind of. Th- Thin explanation. Yeah. All good. Close enough. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> but I love that Gamora, powerful but normally docile kaiju. Hello, what Gamora do you know? <laughs> docile. The monster prince of stakes? Come on. <laughs> He's always been like, not so aggro. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Decker, of course, defeats the monsters. Cause, right. You know, that's what you do. But uh, this, you know, we've seen Sphere Gamora apparently... Which I don't remember earlier in the series, but it was. It was there. Uh, he he has recovered his severed tail. Um, of course, because it again, the spheres have shown that they can just rebuild anything that's right. that they want to build. That's right. All good. Moving on. Yep. But then yep. we do get to see a it nice. He does explode them in midair too, and uh, no, and then the, the I think it's the Red King that he does the slash and separates, and I was like. That's some old school right That's old school. That I love. Yeah. The fact that he used his sword and his shield to slash all of the monsters, and the Red King was the one that slashed half the the top half just slides off, and I'm like, that's what I mean. (laughs) That's what I I like. Yeah, he he finishes them off using the Ultra Dual Sword and Decker Shield Caliber. Of course. Ta-da. Ta-da. Trivia. Sphere Gamora is created by modifying Skull Gamora. <clears throat> converting okay. elements, pertaining to Red King and Belial, towards those of the Sphere's aesthetics. Sure. The 295th volume of Figure O acknowledges Sphere Gamora as the first instance of Sphere synthetic monster on Earth. Oh, okay. Sure. There you go. He was the first guy. Good times. Good times. <laughs> but yeah, um, but uh, good monster design. Uh, and this Mother Spherosaurus is. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got that spoiled for me. Um, I didn't get it spoiled, like, luckily. Like, a uh, month ago. Oh, it, well, God. just because I subscribed to a lot of, like, oh, Ultraman stuff. No, I got you. Stuff. I got you. Somebody's like, get a load of this. And I'm like, no. It's <laughs> fine. I don't, I'm not mad, but I was just like, I want to know where it happened. It's all right. But uh, let's see here if there's something I need to find about that. No, I think we're good. Um... But yeah, um, next week we're going to finish off the series, you guys. Which looks is that amazing. way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it always looks like so far ahead in the future when we start. And these. then all of a sudden we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what do you mean there's no more? That's it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. If, <coughs> we're not going to cover, um, what is it called here? I think it's called Stand Up Decker. Um, oh, their little mini series that they're doing on the side? Yeah, no. 
Yeah, I no, don't not see. even that. It's um, no, it's got select something. Yeah, it's. Uh, I went back one. It's a special summary three stand up decker. Okay. If, if, Unless it's Ultraman it. doing stand up comedy. No. I want, which would be great. What is it with these monsters? <laughs> oh, God. <no. laughs> Why don't they destroy something that's terrible? <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> What's the deal with space food? <laughs> so, yeah, next will be End of a Dream. And then. No, uh, End of Despair is how I have it. No, it's, it's you're right. You're incorrect according to this. And well, that's fine because you had why sky you have, of despair. Why would you have two despairs? Because you had the sky of despair and then the end of despair. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's this is the end of the dream, and then uh, where they actually say it is the penultimate episode of Ultimate Deck, <laughs> and then uh, the light far beyond. Yes. So yes. it's uh, what's funny is uh, I started reading. About the Decker follow-up movie. Okay. Right? And they were like, I got like three lines in. They were like, by the way, the next bit will just completely spoil the ending. I'm like, fine. I don't get to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So I haven't watched the preview of it or anything yet. There's I haven't watched anything of it. Yeah, no, because I don't want to get anything spoiled. Right. Right. <clears throat> you don't want to start the preview like, well, ever since this guy died, you're like, wait, what? It's <laughs> you know, like, it's a exactly. great turn exactly. of events where you didn't see it coming. You're like, oh, man. Fair. This is poopy. Very fair. Very but, yeah, so I think that's it. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Please rate, review, and subscribe to yes, your reviews in your podcatcher of choice or anywhere else you can leave a review. Uh Tell people about it in Ultraman forums. Go on Facebook um, and uh, any other places you might want to be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not saying spam a forum, but if you want to talk about how much you enjoy the podcast, why don't you talk about how much you enjoy the podcast? It can't hoist. Yeah, it cannot hoist. Cannot hoist. That's right. Uh, the suicide helpline is 988. Yes. You can talk or text. Talk or text. All available seven, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The world is better with you, man. Indeed. You always say. So, on behalf of the science, oh, I didn't make that up. Don't, 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 I don't want to pin that on me. Okay. I don't want to take credit for that beautiful sentiment because it's, beautiful. It's, it is a beautiful sentiment, but I can't, like, you know, I'm not making shirts. I got That's you. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I got you. Should I make shirts? No. You should, you should not make shirts. <laughs> um, don't, don't cash in on sorrow. Um, so, yes. Yeah. I'm tired is what I am. All right. Yeah. On behalf of the Science Patrol, my name is Rich Conner. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally forth, you guys. Take care. Bring back Bob. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs> <laughs>